2024 is upon us with a packed schedule of football with the FA Cup, AFCON and of course Premier League action. So why not beat the January Blues and watch every game with the atmosphere it deserves down at your local Green King pub. Don't settle for a dodgy stream. If it is on the telly, it's bound to be on at your local Green King Sports pub on some of their huge HD screens. If you download the Green King Sports app, you'll also receive 10% off every single drink whenever there's a game on. Now, the venue offers a range of low and non-alcoholic drinks too. So if you're like me, you're doing dry January, trying to fight the urges, doesn't mean you have to settle. So yeah, make sure you get yourself down to Green King this January to enjoy a range of sports and also a range of alcoholic options, whether that be alcoholic or non-alcoholic. Hello and welcome back to the Talking More podcast. I am your host, Matt Cooper, and today we have another regular back alongside us in the shape of Jordan Russell. I'll come to you first, mate. People have missed you. People have said you weren't reliable, but this is putting it in their pipe and smoking it. How are you, son? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And like, I want to first of all apologise to you guys, and um, for, and and then secondly apologise to uh, apologise to the audience, um, or at least or at least uh, the the people on YouTube who've basically been commenting about it. It's nice to know that you want it because you know I don't get a lot of that really. So it's nice, you know, not feel like that. But uh, yeah, there's. I think it's just life admin and stuff like you can tell I'm doing it from a different location today as well. Um, so I'm away we work in Copenhagen, um, but I brought all my recording stuff with me. So I wanted to be on this podcast tonight. And uh, yeah, just live had me a new job, wedding's coming up very soon as well. It's just, yeah, it's been one of those. And I've been ill as well. So I promise you, everyone listening, that I'll be more reliable. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I do miss it when I'm not on here. So yeah. Yeah. I do apologise. Jordan Russell coming in from Copenhagen. They're always good to speak to Jordan. We'll uh, hopefully see him on next week's pod. See you later, lads. Commitment, mate. Commitment coming in from Copenhagen. Um, they're on a scouting mission? Well, yeah, well, work-wise, I'm out here for like sales kickoff, but um, say scouting mission, I've actually managed today to get tickets for Copenhagen, Man City in a few weeks oh, in nice. the Champions League. So... Uh, Oh, you got to yeah. look at a barge, mate. Rudy, is it Rudy? Yeah, Rudy yeah. barge in it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, like our work have got some contacts um, at the club, and um, I feel quite guilty because it's like the biggest game in the history, or certainly like in the, the last 20, 30 years. And then Num Nuts from Wolverhampton's gone and got a ticket. So <laughs> yeah, I've taken I'm taking it from one of the you know from one of the loyal fans, but uh, I won't feel too guilty when I'm watching it. So. Uh, yeah, you won't. Day. You won't until you see a Copenhagen fan in the uh, in the weekend on the twenty eighth. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, of course, we join along alongside Dave as a party. Dave, are you feeling, mate? After a after a, a very chilly one last night at Molyneux, have you uh, managed to warm yourself back up again? Yeah, I was all right to be fair. My brother was like, "It's really cold." Got the long johns on, mate, and I was, I was sound. I was up and away, so I enjoyed it. It was a seemed it was a bit of a drag in the end, wasn't it? But you know, to get through, I always felt obviously we'll talk about how much felt like we were in control. So, yeah, happy. And obviously, it sets up a tasty tie, baby. I'm looking forward to it. I'm nervous, man. I'm so nervous. Oh, I, I think they'll probably do us to be honest, but it's just good to get there in it. So, we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, yeah. after we, we have talking about the uh, the Brentford game, but uh, Brentford had a couple of players coming back in Ben Me, Christopher Ayer. I thought they looked a little bit more solid 
at the back in compared to, to previous weeks. Um, but for Wolves, Joe Hodge straight in from the start, Lamina back on the bench, Santiago Breno given um, another run in the team. I thought he did, did quite well. But, Jord, let's start with, with Hodge's impact. Coming out, coming in from the cold a little bit. I've come in for a little bit of a stick, stick actually, this week from, from Wolves fans for simply not being Mario Lamina. But how did you think? Oh, oh you haven't really watched the game, have you? So I'll get to Dave. <laughs> no, but I'm happy, no, I'm happy to talk about it, though. I feel like, yeah, I can talk about Hodge just, you know, briefly. Like I say, I've, I've managed to watch, yeah, five minute highlights of the game last night, which is unfortunate. But, uh, um, not been able to get while, out over right? it. Post it until mid, mid, midday. Oh, no, I have literally watched it about an hour ago. It's been nuts. Um, now I feel like some of the stick Hodge got was like quite uncalled for, really. And like, look, like I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Hodge. I'm not, not in, a, I'm not in the way that I'd go online and and start saying all this stuff because he's certainly not a bad footballer. I just don't feel like Joe. Hodge, if Joe Hodge is playing regularly for you in the Premier League, I, I feel, I feel like you'd be struggling as a Premier League side and. Uh, I'm trying to be very diplomatic with that. I just feel like he's very... I think he's solid. I think he's not flash. I think he's a good footballer. I just don't think he's... I don't know. Like there's, almost, I think there's a level, and I feel like he, he'll probably have a... I feel like he'll probably have the majority of his career in the Championship. Uh, you know, all that, that sort of, that, that's just my honest opinion. So, I mean, the fact that he's coming from the cold, he's got his first start of the season, I want to say that is as well, I think, because he's been out injured, hasn't he? And, no, he played I mean, in the yeah. end. I think he played in the Blackpool game. Did he? I think he so, didn't yeah, start. Actually. He didn't start. It's his first start of the season. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think... Um, look, look, I mean, it, the only reason why he got pelters or got that stick before the game is because... Let's be honest with you. Like we've been baying for West Brom blood for for years and years and years, and um, th- that's the only reason. If if we were playing Brentford last night and we had a replay, uh, sorry, the fourth rounds against I don't know, Reading away, that no one would give a bat an eyelid or care, couldn't give a shit really. If if Joe Hodge, Joe Hodge played, so I do think it's a bit uncalled for and unjust because I don't think he's ever let us down either. Like you know what I mean? Like I, I feel like he's never really let Wolves down. I think he's a solid player i think he's a solid pro um and yeah like i don't know like i feel like social media like i just think it was the hype of the albion game where people like we well no, we were all shitting ourselves none of us wanted to lose that game last night mm-hmm. um it's probably the most anticipated third round replay in quite possibly ever for wolves um so i think that i think he just got a bit of flack unnecessarily just because fans were just like yeah desperate to play the Albion. that's all it was he did start that. Sorry, he did start that Carabao Cup game. Sorry, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> to, to be honest, Dave, I, I, he looked off the pace for me a little bit. He looked like he was a bit of a hot potato when he got the ball. A little bit, a little bit sloppy. But it's mm. a big ask for him to come in, especially when you're filling the boots of either Lamina or Gomez, who on the whole this season, especially Lamina, has been fantastic. But it was. Yeah. Uh, as he got hooked after what 65 70 minutes, maybe. Well, the, the thing with Joe Hodge is that not just that he's been out of the team, but he's been injured himself, he's yeah. had a quite long term injury. So, I think the plan for him was always, uh, you know, try and sort of get him some more minutes again in the 21s and then ultimately loan him out. But for one reason or another, obviously, Bubakar's gone to Afcon, Yagoma suspended, Lamina, obviously, un- unforeseen circumstances, really, with him. So, I sort of kept trying to tell myself that Neto would start and Belgard would be central midfield. Um, but I think George right, really. I think no one would care who started and, you know, if it wasn't West Brom in the next round. I think everyone just wanted the strongest team possible out. 
um, to say to give us the best chance of qualifying. Um, and ultimately, we did it in the end. I I agree with your points. I think he was off the pace a little bit. Um, I don't think he's strong enough to be a member currently of this Wolf squad. This the one thing that I did see though, obviously uh, pre match was that him and Tommy Doyle would have played together for the Manchester City youth setup. So I thought in that there is going to be that little bit of chemistry in there. I do feel Wolves at times lack that little bit of a presence, little bit of steel in the midfield, which you know all of a sudden came to light when the likes of Lamina came onto the pitch. Mm. Sorry, just took a sip of my tea then, unfortunate timing. <laughs> uh, the, the the start of the game day probably couldn't have been summed up any more Wolves. Like you said, the big blue and white carrot dangle for for the winner of the match, only for a Nathan Collins to open the scoring. <laughs> yeah, especially with how gash he was um, before Christmas, um, just after Christmas against us as well. But um, yeah, it was a little, I think I think I, know, I think Gary O'Neill said it. I, I would have been, well, I am disappointed with both goals that we conceded. Like I said at the start of the pod, I felt like Wolves had a really good grip on the match. And really shouldn't it shouldn't have been as difficult as it was in my opinion. I think with better personnel on the pitch, you probably wouldn't have wouldn't have had those issues. But yeah, typical for Collins to score. Fair play to him. He didn't celebrate. Um, not, I bet he wish he had now. Yeah, and then it was a few jeers, and then he took. It was right at the start of the second half. He took a uh, throw in by the South Bank, and there was probably a group of about 30, 40 people started booing him, and he just like shrugged his arms. He's like. What, what are you booing me for? And then he started applauding everyone, like, you know, sarcastically. So I think he knows, and I hope he appreciates that, you know, there is only a small, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I love him, what a player, but. George Will. Yeah. <laughs> but on the, on the same note, I don't think, you know, he, he didn't do anything wrong and didn't do anything to, you know, deserve to be booed. So fair play for him not obviously celebrating, but yeah, that is typical, typical walls, isn't it? Yeah. And, and to be fair, like, I don't, I don't, I don't mind booing him because for 90 minutes is the, op- is the opposition. Give him a round of applause at the end. But he's he's done a couple of interviews since where he said, like, I didn't really want to leave. Um, so he probably feels a little bit aggrieved as to why he's getting stick. Um, mm. he, he, does seem, he, he does seem quite a nice lad, but I don't really want my centre-back to be quite a nice lad. Um, <laughs> but in talking of other centre-backs, though, Dave, I did think that Santiago Bueno had another good game. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of people mention he maybe is their man of the match. And I think, you know, we've got a very capable centre-half there to, to you know, come in when needed. Um, I think it's going to be, feels like it might be quite harsh on him, unless Dawson's not 100% ready, because I think Gary O'Neill will probably revert straight back to the tried and tested back three of Kilman, Dawson and Totti. But I think Bueno's shown more than enough, even if it's just to keep his place during the FA Cup games, that he deserves to be playing first-team football. And maybe, obviously, we don't know, don't want to sort of, uh, I don't know what the right fa- phrase is, but don't want to sort of cut Dawson's time short at the club. But obviously, he's not getting any younger. So, and I think Dawson, uh, Bueno's pretty much a, a ready-made replacement for him. A little yeah. bit slow at times, but mm. an absolute tank, um, you know, at the back. And I think, you know, adds a bit more presence going forward as well. The way he runs reminds me of Cody a little bit. I know what you mean, yeah. He's running like he's running action, like really yeah. flat-footed. Yeah, yeah. Now he's a good player, and I'm, I'm and I'm happy that he's getting more game time and more recognition now because a lot of people wrote him off almost straight away after that Ipswich game. Um, mm. But yeah, he's really kicked on now a little bit. Yeah. To be fair, they did limit Brentford to a, a, not a, a whole host of chances. You know, they hit the post in the 
second half or was that added time? Second, yeah, added time, they, yeah, put the pressure on towards um towards the end. But I think they I think they did, did, did relatively well. One person I do want to talk about though, lads, is Matthias Cunha. Um, still not quite as good as Jota, as we've previously previously discussed. <laughs> but I feel like I'm ready to have the conversation because he's just he's, you can just tell he's just a different class to anyone else on the pitch. Whether he's coming deep, coming short, he picks the ball, goes past three or four players. And Dave, I think if we had another couple of um, players on his on his wavelength last night, then um, he probably could have probably could have had more. But that ball in for Samedo as well is. He's not an easy ball to to execute. Yeah, I saw I saw someone on Twitter um, say he had a poor game as well, and I was like, uh, no. "We watched the same football match." He's like, "Yeah," <laughs> he goes, "I can't believe someone could have such a poor game and score a goal and get an assist." And I thought, "Nah, like," uh, and it's not just it's not just last night. I think it's like continuously now, and you've seen how his form has picked up. I think what was it, ten or eleven goal contributions now in as many games? Like his form is really, really picked up. And the Samedo just... one wouldn't be a goal contribution either, would it? Because he's it's paradox. It's classed as an assist. I think. I think that's still classed as an assist. No, it won't. well, if it was play, if you're playing FPL, it wouldn't be because it's like it's like a, the keeper saved and come back out on it. But yeah, I know what you mean. Technically, mm, he still is. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know on paper if he did go down as one. Well, you but... know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, like you said, great, great ball. But you've seen Wolves do that a lot more now. Like they're almost picking the right times. Like yesterday at times, I was frustrated that we weren't getting the ball in the box. But then I'm actually looking in the box and no one's in there. But then you flick back to the the league game against Brentford, where Sarabia knows the exact time when to cross it, and Lamine is there. And we, we, we um, there was another instance as well where we crossed it in quite early. That's quite an early cross. But for Samada as well, who sometimes when crosses come in defensively, he doesn't know what to do. But thankfully, there in that instance, I thought he had a great game as well, Samada last night. But and it's good for him to get on the score sheet because it's quite rare. But yeah, couldn't you just the good thing about him when a game's flat or whatever, he can grab the a game by the scruff of the neck and just drive forward. And he was unlucky not to get the assist for Fraser's second chance as well. Um, oh, he, he, get, he did get an assist in the end though. Uh, the Fraser, yeah, yeah, the Fraser. Oh, yeah, yeah. So goal, goal and assist still. But yeah, he could have easily had another one or two assists throughout the game. I thought he was really, really good. That run from Samedo, George. I know Doherty's back in the in the team. Do you reckon he's been having a couple of chats about his uh his previous form in a wolf shirt? Because that was that was that was Doherty esque, wasn't it? Was, it was very Doherty esque, yeah. And I feel like that's the only thing that's missing from Samedo's game, isn't it? And we know that anyway. And I think that's why he gets brain a little bit on certain sections of the fan base still. Um, and that I think, and I think the reason for that is the, the fee that we paid for him, or at least the fee on paper that we paid for him. You'd expect more of an output. Um, and the, and the and the game, like I, I think, everything is just defensively. He's he's brilliant. I think the stats show he's one of the best best fullbacks in the league in terms of dribbles, uh, tackles, inceptions. Um, it's just that it's the goals, goals and assists tally he doesn't really. He's not up there. Uh, but yeah, he arrived really late. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think he's unlucky with the first attempt. Really, the goalkeeper saved it, but he's bundled that to him. He's made his own look a little bit and. He's only got that bit of luck because he's made that run in the first place, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 really happy for him. I, I think he's you know I think he's comfortably one of our best players this season. He's definitely in the top three. I think he's picking a player of the season right now, and um, we're lucky to have him. And I and I you know really hope that we can tie him down for another you know another contract. So I think we we exercised the twelve months in the summer, didn't we? I think so. I think we're going for is it till twenty five now? I think the summer of twenty five. Yeah, Another year so 
yeah, I, you know, I'd really like to think like you know get to the summer, um, and, and the club really you know try and nail him down for another contract because I think he's you know he's worth every worth every penny for me anyway, and I, I feel like we do extremely well. I think you get rid of Samedo, we'd struggle to get any sort of upgrade on Samedo. I don't, I don't think they'll offer him a good deal personally, just because of I don't. Know, I think they'll, yeah, I think they'll end up cashing in on him as well because I look at alternatives and and even if you even if you lose them a little bit um we can get a good fee for some I and mean, it'll help with the ffp position and, and buy more players moving forward well um i mean gloss over the um the the other goals and whatnot and i feel that walls are a little bit poor for, for more pays goal marginally onside um but let's talk about the introduction of nathan fraser dave um, back from injury, I know a lot of clubs, especially uh, Shrewsbury, are, are, are keen on taking him. Uh, Gary O'Neill seems to like him, and to be honest, mate, looking at him last night, I was I was extremely impressed. Never mind the goal, but it's his all round play. He looks like a, a seasoned pro in terms of his build up play. He can hold players off. He can bring players in. Yeah, I think you know, eighteen years of age, and to have the impact that he had on that game, and he. He could have so easily won it, but I think um, again, Cunha, great work. But the finish for the his uh, goal, Fraser, was fantastic. I, mm. I said on the review, it was almost it, it's something you'd expect, almost like Steve Ball to be burying the the way that you know the, the type of effort and hard and low and really really tidy finish. Um, didn't snatch it. Neither of the chances did he snatch it. You know, he absolutely bang on, and then. The second chance just moments later where, again, Cunha, great work to play into him. And I know he didn't score, but I think the way he opened up his body as well, he knows exactly what he's doing. And he's so unlucky not to, to you know, put that away. And it was a great save, a great block by Brentford in the end. Um, but you're right, he's hold at play. Um, you know, he, the way he's work right off the ball. I still think, obviously, as such a young player... Um, he may be beneficial if Wolves get another striker. I think it's going to be beneficial for him to get a loan move. But I think this preseason coming up uh, could be massive for him because if he does stick around in the first team, he gets into preseason and I think bulks up just a little bit more because he's, he's he's a good height for a forward as well. But bulks up a little bit more, um, finds out what he can do physically a little bit more, and I think he could be a, a very very good player for Wolves. But sometimes it's you know he's had. Three games, I think, uh, for Wolves. Two goals, one assist within those three games. I think he's only had just over 100 minutes. These are the type of things that happen. Like Rashford at United, yeah, he was doing all right, but got chucked in at the deep end, kicked on, and, and he's never looked back, really. Um, and there's loads of examples of that. So, if he can, you know, give him some opportunity in the Premier League, and, and who knows? I've seen some people maybe saying starting from the, uh, the start against West Brom, but, you know, keep him in and around that squad until the end of Jan and, and you know, give him chances and see what he does. But, you know, if, if he can bury and chances like that with a little bit of space, then he's a really, really good player to have around. George, if they did bring another striker in, would you still want to keep him at the club or would you be happy for him to go out on loan? It's tough, isn't it? Because... I feel like you'd only let him go out on loan if there was some sort of guarantees on his minutes and, and, and what he's doing. I feel like... I think he'd play I for those teams, though, wouldn't he? Yeah, I think he would. I think he could play for a lot of championship sides as well, or at least, you know, get get a, you know get some game time there. Anytime I've watched him, I've been really, really impressed with him. And again, I, I don't have the time to watch these all these 23 games, but what I see of him, I really like. I think he's a very big, imposing striker and... and he does hold the ball extremely well for a lad that age. And Dave, I think you hit the nail on the head, really, there. Like, 
it happens sometimes with these youngsters where it's almost like the acid test and you almost just chuck them in at the deep end and see if they sink or swim. And a lot of them do sink, but you know, you do, then you do see like your Rashford's, you know, you know, um, like they say, like your Rooney's, Evan Ferguson, like they're playing very young and don't get me wrong, like, you know, Rooney's, like, you know, world, world, world class, but um, who knows with Fraser, like, you know, I feel like he's got all the characteristics of a very, very good footballer and a very good striker. And I feel though, even at this age, right, I still feel, and something we've got to look at, what we've done so far in these, this season especially, I feel like the loan deals we've had for the youngsters have been really poor. A lot of them have been recalled, haven't been getting minutes and stuff. And I feel like a low move for Fraser to go Shrewsbury. Yes, he might be playing every minute of every game, but we're also learning they're, they're a struggling side at the moment. They're, they're not doing very well in League One, and not saying not saying that you know it's still better for him to be playing than they're not getting ninety minutes every game. But also, it could set him backwards as well if he's playing in a poor side, and that you know he might almost be better sitting around the first team. And, and that's what Pep's done as well with a lot of these youngsters, like. You know, you've again your Foden's, your Cole Palmer's. He reluctantly let him go. Oscar Bob. There's low. There's a whole host of names. Of these young players are like, no, no, no. They're staying put. Rico Lucen have one. They're staying put. Like I want them around it, and you can only improve by playing with these sort of players day in day at training as well at Compton. And and for me, I, I mean, yes, I would like a body through the door and another striker. But the minutes that Sasa and Fabio were getting before, you know, what, what we saw. Before the window opened, and you got a Huang when he's back from Af- um, at the Asia game, should I say, Cunha? Why not have Fraser to come on for five? I'd rather have Fraser coming on for five, ten minutes at the end of a game than spending six million quid on Che Adams, for example, or getting Danny Ings on loan and paying 120 grand a week for him to do that. Like, we're not really benefiting anything from that, especially if we're loaning a player. Like, let's develop Fraser, in my opinion. Um, I was going to say, and I, and I think. And this isn't, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way to Sasha Kalajic, but I would have more, and this probably sounds really stupid, with 10 minutes to go if I needed a goal. Obviously, I know Sasha, if you give him the ball in and around the box, he'd probably take it. But I think overall game-wise, Nathan Fraser would Fraser would probably offer more than Sasha would because I think he can get about a little bit more. Um, and I think, you know, his mobility in and around, you know, the final third would probably favour Wolves with how we play. But yeah, if you're definitely. playing on the counter-attack, Sasha's just, like I said, in and around the box, get the ball to his feet or right on his head and he'll probably do something with it. But I think Nathan Fraser is a little bit more complete than that. Obviously, still young, very raw. Um, but I would probably still rather have him around than, than I would Sasha. And it probably does sound stupid to some people. I genuinely think that, that, that would be the case. Would you rather have Nathan Fraser or Fabio Silva? That's just a different... Oh, mate, you know what? As well? No, 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 listen. I've seen some mad takes on that today. Someone was like, Nathan Fraser's done more in one night than Fabio Silva ever did in his Wolves career. I was like, okay. I, I didn't bite. But I think someone tagged me in it as well. I know, someone DM'd it me. I was like, I'm not going to bite. What are your thoughts on that? Because I like... Fabio Silva scored twice against West Brom. Must we not forget. Um, didn't win in we... the game, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Not that, not that it's fault, but we didn't win either game. Yeah. <laughs> Put that in the trophy cabinet. <laughs> no, I think that's very, very harsh on Fabio. Very, very harsh. Would you like to tell no. uh, the <laughs> listeners um, your little party message for Fabio? He sent Fuck off. Oh, I knew you'd bring this up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Dave. Tell the listeners. I, I can't remember what I said. <laughs> we, were, we were pissing ourselves in the group chat. I don't, I don't, know, what I said, I don't know what you sent to us because... 
Basically, yeah. I he messaged us. He messaged me when we went to Belgium to watch him. Not not out. I messaged him, and then he replied. So I've obviously got open DMs with him. And I said, best of luck at Rangers, Fabio. I'm sure you'll score plenty of goals. All the best. He put thanks, and then they sort of high five emoji. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Yeah. You know the Eminem um, M&M, M&M video for Stan? That's going to be Dave in the basement. <laughs> hey, Dabby, oh, you never ripped me back. <laughs> he did, though. He replied. He did, he did, yeah, he did send the frame. Yeah. That's so cute. Let, let's be honest with you, though. There's only what there's only at the moment, there's only one bloke who's playing Montrose on a Tuesday night, and it ain't Nathan Fraser. Mm, exactly. So he's the real winner. Yeah. Your, your fella. Nathan Also, something as well that I would say, and again, I, I'm a bit, I, I like Fabio, I hope it does work out, but I'm saying all some jest, but now, I've never seen Nathan Fraser apologise to a centre-off. No. Or, or hug them after a tackle. Or, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Luke Wolfen, I'm really sorry. Because you're going to, you're going to annoy, you're going to upset Dave. I've never seen Nathan <laughs> Fraser cry at the full time we saw that. <laughs> <laughs> You ever seen Nathan Fraser yeah. give a penalty away in a 95 minute? <laughs> <laughs> I did see um, Rangers fans basically uh, writing. Mate, he played 45 minutes in a, in a friendly match and wrote him off. Dave went into bat on Twitter for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Run of games and time is all he needs. But uh, before we move on to the, to the fourth round draw, uh, Dave, penalty? Penalty for you? I was in the North Bank and it didn't look like a penalty to me. I I couldn't tell from the South Bank and I still can't really tell from the video replay to be honest. I, obviously, Neto looks like he's thrown himself down and assumed by the reaction of the Brentford players, you know, they weren't too happy about it. I'm more impressed with Nelson Smada, bodying that bloke that started on Neto. I don't know if you've seen that on the on the highlights. Yeah, I was checking for violent conduct. I thought Neto had dropped the nut on him because I looked yeah, over and the bloke was rolling around. Yeah, so, um, but I, yeah, I couldn't tell. I mean, great penalty by Cunha. Like, I, I watched the training video before, uh, I think it was yesterday before the game, and uh, he took a really good penalty in the training as well. Um, and that was another thing I was going to add earlier. Like, Nathan Fraser was on the winning team a lot as well, but like mingling with the Cunhas and so on. So, I think that's probably helped. Um, but yeah, good penalty. But honestly, I can't I can't tell from the replays and that the. The footage I've released, I know it's like limited highlights, but the footage that Wolves have been allowed to release is dire, really. And there's not many highlights and alternative angles of anything. So I wonder why that is, though. I think I it's just that I think I just think it's that it must just be that it's either the FA or Emirates themselves. They've got like complete like media rights or copyright. You know, they must have some sort of. But they've not on. released the highlights themselves. I don't think. It's worth FA, the FA. Well, that did, didn't they? I after thought, 12. I thought Wolves, yeah, I think, yeah, it was after, after a certain, was well. Like a... well, yeah, some of them were out last night, but the Wolves ones were, and that's, I, I think, our reaction did so well on YouTube because when you search Brinford Wolves, our video, like my video, come up at the top. But so the... I woke up this morning, I had like 15,000 views. I was like, sound. <laughs> I tried to look this morning, and I looked like Wolves 3, Brentford 2 highlights, and I put it on, it was fucking. FIFA, when you're walking out the tunnel, like we like FIFA 25. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Did you see? Um, my mate messaged me, he goes, It's not on anywhere, I can't find it. He goes, oh, I've just found it, Sky Sports New Zealand. 
he put it on. It was the original third round tie, just a hot, just a replay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I put it on, and Matthias Cunha's hitting the gridy. Eh? Like, yeah, <laughs> pretty sure that didn't happen. In the Atletico Madrid kit still. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, the fourth round tie is, of course, against West Bromwich Albion at the Hawthorns on Sunday, twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Think so. Eleven forty five yeah. kickoff. I think we should discuss that a little bit before we go on to the uh, the Brighton game. But, George, a bit disappointing that we've only got the 4,000 allocation. Aldershot had 5,700 in the cup. We've only got 4,000. We'll still have the whole of the Smethy Ken, but down the left-hand side, down the right-hand side, and in front there will be banners. Um, but I just think it's a bit disappointing. You've picked an early kick-off, West Midlands Police. Surely yeah. you can allow another 1,700 fans. Yeah, and I think I think um, I've sp- I spoke to a few of my mates, Albion mates, um, over the last couple of days, uh, and more so this morning actually about it. I, I don't think I don't think it's the club. I, th- I genuinely think West Midlands Police have, have basically shit in the pants about what could go off. Um, I mean, it's been what twelve years since there's been a derby in front of fans, um, and I think I think there's that much anticipation and. It's just sort of it's been bubbling for a while, and like from Wolves from a Wolves fan perspective, the fact that we lost to them in COVID at Molyneux, like I've said it many times, if that if that game would have been in front of a full house at Molyneux, I don't think the players would have got out alive losing to that Albion team that day. <laughs> the strength of the squad. So I just feel like it's been, it's just it's just amping up, amping up, amping up, and I just feel like it's going to. Well, I think the police just think it's going to be like Gaza. <laughs> Come Sunday morning. I think it. I think it will go off though because I'm, I mean it will definitely. It doesn't bother me. I think it's a bit pathetic, but it is. But it will go off. Yeah, and moving the kickoff time to eleven forty-five will just mean that the pubs open at five forty-five. It doesn't really <laughs> yeah. fix anything, does it? No, because again, like I, I, I'd imagine that there'll be there'll be plenty of pubs in and around Wolverhampton City Centre. That'll be applying for like a extended license or an early license to about because I'm not being funny like again like everyone's so like so the anticipation for this game is so big that people will be on it if you're going to the game you're not going to the game the people will be fucking pissed up by half nine I mean took it into an all day breakfast you know what I mean it, it, it will be like one it will be mad oh mate say again well, yeah I know the night before I'm going pop yeah, pop world till four. Gorgeous till six. Weather spoons breakfast, mate. We'll see whether not we'll see where it takes me. Top top shadow, and then he's going to go to get on the metro straight <laughs> to your horse. Cinderella's, yeah. Cinderella's, <laughs> Cinderella's yeah. till eight. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think it's pure. Look, I don't think I think it's Albion. I don't think it's a wet. I don't think it's the West Brom that are doing it. I do, I do generally think it's the police, and I feel like if they're shitting themselves this much out in eleven forty-five on a Sunday kickoff, if if there's a replay. It's obviously going to be midweek, seven forty-five, eight o'clock kickoff. I've got no idea if they're shitting themselves about an eleven forty-five kickoff on a Sunday. I've got no idea how they cope with the replay. Mm, yeah, nasty man. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is what the cup's all about, though, isn't it? Like lesser teams drawing a big Premier League team for gate receipts. <laughs> when people say they want to scrap their FA Cup, I point them to ties like this and say, <laughs> clubs need the money. And to be able to get a full stadium for first time in years, it's obviously, it's obviously. No, no, I do jest, but ticket prices from Albion, twenty pound adults. Oh, I write that to be quality fair. man. Quality they could have ripped, ripped us off because they know they would have sold them all as well. 
Yeah, credit where it's due. I think it's uh, I think it's I think it's very reasonable. Um, it's very good. Yeah, but um, I, Dave, I think if the tickets were, if the t- I was going to say if the tickets were hundred quid, if the tickets hypothetically were hundred pound a ticket, it would still sell out. Yeah, I think it would. It really yeah. would. I've seen um, Dave today that the the points have come out for um, the loyalty points for the that are staggered. So gold and silver season ticket away season ticket holders get first dibs. I think tomorrow at nine, so um, Thursday at nine, and then it it goes from a thousand and fifty points, which is very low. That's what five away games or five games could be cup or away friendly, yeah. Which um, for an allocation of four thousand, Dave and I saw that because we I think we've got like about one thousand one hundred forty fifty. I think I've got. Um, I looked at that and I. I thought, oh shit, it's going to be a free for all. But the club have said um, via, I think it's the fan services that there's there's less than four thousand people who have got either a gold season ticket, a silver season ticket, and on um, the thousand and fifty points. So anyone within that is is as long as I get the ticket before nine o'clock on Saturday, maybe uh, twelve, because it goes oh, down to ten forty at twelve on Friday. Oh, okay. And we'll have to get ours Friday morning, yeah. Yeah, we'll be able, we'll be able to uh, get a ticket. But um, Dave, how many people have you met? Have you had message asking you? <laughs> someone has said you guys. Well, I had someone. I had a guy message me today. Dave, you know what I'm going to say. That's all he put. I was like, all right, Sam. There's one. Someone messaged me straight away yesterday after the game on Instagram. Someone asked me um, about getting him and his son one. And I was like, fucking hell, like, you know, I'm scared about getting me... myself one, let alone everyone yeah, else. It made me laugh because he, what he said, um, mm-hmm. he's, he's a child, but don't want paying adults prices. Oh, yeah. no. oh, but, you know... <laughs> I'll consider that for you, mate. <laughs> so, yeah. But the, I, and I, know, I don't mean this in a dis- disrespectful way to anyone, but if I did see one spare ticket come up, the chances are that I'm going to, I've got a list of about five or six people a lot closer to me than I would people DMing me on Twitter. But obviously, George. You, you you know you'd want one. My brother, my dad would probably come. Matt, you the same with family. So it's you know, I, I, yeah. I can try my best to help people, but I ain't that good. <laughs> I'm the same. I mean, if I had a spare ticket, it'd be going straight on via go go. Realistically, and if anyone's listening from the club, I would never sell a ticket. But realistically, what would you? And I know we spoke about this for the Arsenal game uh, tail end of last season. Last game of season when it looked like they couldn't oh, have sold the title. This is obviously a, a much bigger game for Wolves. How much would you be happy to part uh, be received to part way with, with a ticket? I was having this conversation with the missus last night, and I said probably like fifteen grand. What? I couldn't. I couldn't. I could not part way with it, mate. I could for about a grand. Someone could have mine for really. A yeah, Ellie from the box, mate. So yeah, we'll give me a grand. go there and win, which is unlikely. So I get a grand, and then it goes to a replay. Who's the real winner? <laughs> no, but um, mate, yeah, mate, f- fucking fifteen grand. Someone offered you a grand right now, cash. You'd say no. No, I wouldn't say no. I'm oh, sorry, I, I would not you accept. Would say, yeah, oh, mate, I, oh, I it I'd wouldn't even it. cross my mind to accept. I think I'd take a grand. How about you, Jordan? I know you probably won't be able to get a ticket, will you? But well, so I've got a very outside chance. So oh, here we one go. of my mates, one of my well, yeah, one of my mates is a gold season ticket holder, and he might not be able to go. So I might be lucky. 
Don't say his name because um, people will be like, No, I'm not saying shit. Do we know his name? No, it's Finn Morris. If anyone at the club is <laughs> yeah. wondering, who he is. Yeah. <laughs> Finn Morris, Paul Morris, 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 yeah, they're all saying No, I think, um, I honestly, like, I feel like for me personally, it's I'm gonna it's, literally, I'm gonna put, put a price out here now. I'm gonna get 10 bastards say, Come on, then write the check. Now, I reckon I'd pay 200, 250. I think, yeah, but if you had one, what would you sell it for? I'm the same as Matt. Like I feel like it's gold. Like I feel like a grant's not going to change your life, is it, in any way? And, and that's not me being. A, that's not no, no. But that's what I'm saying. That, that makes me sound like being a. That makes me sound like being a like a wanker. No, but yeah, it's like it's not like if it was like five, six, seven grand, I'd be like, yeah, go on, ah, you know. Yeah, but I'd want to, I'd want five, six, seven grand to have to watch any Luca on ITV dissect the game as well. You know what I mean? She fled the country. That, mate, she's fucking fled the country. That. I shouldn't say that. Yeah, yeah. Got Joey Barnum, yeah she, she'll be back, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think no. It's just it's a once once in a lifetime. Like, but you never know when we're going to play him again, do you? Like, I mean, for me, I'm always a, I'm always an advocate of. I, I want to be in the, I want to be in the same league as them. Whether it's the Premier League, we're in the chat. Like, I feel like. It's good, and I love the banter around. I don't like the ninety minutes, and I certainly don't like I it when we don't fucking win. Can't do the ninety, but like it's just I just love it. Like and you know, it's it's the bragging rights, isn't it? So yeah, but I'm I'm the same as Matt. Like and that, like I feel like it'd have to be a lot of it'd have to be yeah, north of three four grand. I'd say. I, ju- I just think like, I, I would also like them back in the league, and I've got I've got a lot of mates who are Albion. My mom's Albion, um, but. For me, it's more the fact that it's a cup game, and you, you, you're getting a bigger allocation. And there's a if you're a neutral, we're a favourite going into it. So I wouldn't want to miss out on that because I mean, the last time Wolves won at the Hawthorns was the year I was born, ninety six or twenty seven years ago. Yeah, I was going to say you and Robert Patrick, wasn't it? Fourteen. Yeah, yeah. Jordan starting his apprenticeship then. Wolfie. I do actually. I, I was five. I was five. I vividly remember it because I had that. I had that white and green kit. It was one of my first kits. Oh, did you? Um, mm, so, that, so. but I, I, I've, I mean, I've written it in my BBC article for for this week that Wolves could win the quadruple and and Albion could be playing in the, the national league and they'd still beat us home in the way. It's just, it's just the way it is. And the problem, like, and I'm not just saying this to like tempt fate, but in my head, I feel like they're going to beat us. That ninety <laughs> minutes is going to be hell. Like my my anxiety has already started. We need a we need an early goal, man. That's what we need. We need an early yeah, goal. we do. Yeah, hundred percent. Like yeah. we do, we just need to sell it down. I'm. I'm so I'm, look at it. Go on, Matt, Dave, Sorry, I'm just, no, no. You say because I'm getting it up again. Just so I, I was going to uh, say I'm. Um, I'm more interested to see from the Wolves team who steps up. Like really, like you know, soaks in. I think Cunha's. Like I think I mentioned this last week. Cunha's one for sure. Um, Lamina, I think. It's a shame. Obviously, we'll have a couple of a couple of lads missing, but um, yeah, I'm I, I am looking forward to it. Unless someone offers me a grand, no, I won't be there. <laughs> you know what? No, but it's, it's just... will offer you it. Uh-huh. Yeah, someone will. No, I, I I guarantee if you said if you said my price is a grand, you'll get at least five DMs. Okay. People genuinely being serious. Two and a half grand because that plays the pays for the flooring in my house. So two and a half grand. That's the offer. <laughs> there you go. No, but what I was going to say, like, I, like I, I looked last night at that that West Brom team that beat us in COVID at, at Molyneux, and you, you actually 
you don't actually realize how, like, how bad that team like their team now is better than that team that beat us yeah. and that's why that's what's given me kittens about this cup game so i think carlos corbrand's a very very good coach he's very very good and he's gotten very they're very solid at the back or at least they don't concede a lot of goals and keeper is having a good season as well the center off. yeah they've got some big they've got some big bastards across the back line um and daryl dk has just come back as well and i know he can't keep fit but again he's he'll be out a pro- he's the profile of, <laughs> yeah it'll be like washing up liquid again or whatever he was doing in his flat but um yeah it's um no nah, I, yeah, I just I've got a bad feeling about it as well, and I think that but that's the that's the excitement of Derby days, right? It's just that whole, it's I don't know, it's just different. It is different. But if we honestly, if we lose to them, there, if we fucking lose to them, my god, like I don't think we'd live it down. Nah, we'll never for a long them. time. Mm. Nah, and and going back to what you say, Dave, there about people stepping up. Like this is where where Wolves players become cult heroes. If you score the winner in a derby at the Hawthorns, you could you could go on to be shit for the next three four years. Like you, you know, you wouldn't have to buy a pint in Wolverhampton ever again. No, never. And Fabio scores two two against West Brom, and he's shit. Apparently, oh, how does that work? Well, we didn't win, and he's got to play cow and beef when we play West Brom. So, <laughs> <laughs> any of the niche Scottish teams we can think of? Ray Rovers, our bro. They have got a couple of injuries though, and uh, Dean Garner's at Afcon. Um, Semi Joy is out, and uh, Matt Phillips, I think. But we'll preview that game uh, on next week's pod. But we'll also have a game on Monday night down at the Amex, uh, probably. The worst, apart from Newcastle away, the worst <laughs> fixture to pick for a Monday night. Um, but with Brighton, one win in the last five. However, they've only lost once at home this season. Now, they're plagued with injuries as well. No Solly March, no Lamptey, no Veltman. Adinger and Matoma have gone, both injured, but gone to uh, AFCON and the Asia Cup. No Fatty for Brighton. Uh, obviously, Wolves, no Gomez, Ain't Nuri Huang. Or Traore. I don't think there's anyone. <laughs> Sorry. We were right for the full time when he said that. What I was going to do, but I'll be No Fatty for Brighton. He's on the Talking Walls podcast. <laughs> yeah, which one? <laughs> <laughs> it could be any. He's referring to himself as a person again. <laughs> um, but Jord, a very, very tough fixture. And we've all pretty uh, poor away form i'm yeah. not expecting much yeah you talk about west brom being a bogey side brighton and oval being a fucking bogey side for us yeah. um i mean the slappers don't they like six was it six at the annex last year yeah six four one uh, to be fair the, the first home game of the season was four one wasn't it and I don't yeah, ever. Like I didn't feel three, like it was a five minutes, didn't they? Something like it that. didn't. It didn't feel like a four-one game. I thought the first half we were in it, and then they just literally blew us away. Um, That's the game that bloke. Yeah. Just the first time going in the season, wasn't it? That bloke in the north. Chucked his season ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the only saving grace is as well. Like as well, the, the only person I've seen give Samado kittens consistently is Matoma, and at least he's yeah. not babe. Um, yeah. So it's sort of look. They're, they're a good side, and. Um, yeah, like we've said, I've said it many times. Dessert, really like Deserby. I think they're solid all all across the pitch. It'll be a difficult game. Um, like it sounds daft, I, I really don't care. 
about like I say I don't care, I do care about the game on Monday, but it's like that game's it's just it it's, it really like you take a you take another six in at the Amex to go and beat West Brom one nil the week after. No, no, it won't be. But you know what I'm saying. Like, I just feel like it, we're in real, we're in a decent run of form as well in the league. Like, you know, we, we do, we're going okay. And you know, I think if we beat them, don't we go like one point behind them? Or do we, we go really level like one? We go over Newcastle, don't we? If we win, yeah, yeah, yeah. We go top ten, yeah. Um, which is again unbelievable. So it's it's a good time to play them. Let's be honest, it's a good time to play them. Mm. The one thing about Brighton is. This season, I think they've kept one clean sheet in the Premier League all yeah, season. Played a lot. So, again, there'll be space hopefully for us on the break to exploit. And we've got Neto, Belgard, Cunha, um, hitting them on the break. Samedo, dare I say, after uh, ex- exploits last night. Um, we go there with no fear. Um, and I think, like I say, it's a good time to play them. If we're ever going to get a result down there, it'll be it'll be on next Monday. Dave, what are your thoughts? How many are we unbeaten in now? Uh, in <clears throat> all comps five, I think. Oh, yeah, in all comps five. Um, won Same last Brentford. <laughs> yeah, won, won our last three in the league. Um, so yeah, if we win, we go level on points with Brian. So yeah, you know, we're in, a, we're in a we're in a nice position at the moment. To be fair, um, go ahead of Newcastle as well, like you've already mentioned. Go ahead of. Uh, well, go level on points with Chelsea, so we're in a we're in a good position. We'd be a point behind Man United, so um, yeah, I, I, I think a lot of the focus is obviously on the other Albion, West Bromwich Albion, rather than Brighton Hove. And then mm-hmm. I would take a point right now. I think, like George said earlier, it's a difficult place to go. We have got, had some good results there. I remember, obviously, I went down yeah. midweek and say scored uh, the winning oh, goal. Horrible that trip. Yeah, awful. Uh, but you know. In the last year and a half, they've very much got the better of us. We've been very, very poor against them. Obviously, the dictus at the Amex last year. So, if we can go there, you know, like you've already said, they've got a lot of players out, conceding a lot of goals. So, we've got every chance of getting something out of the game. Just got to make sure we cut out our own stupid mistakes because ultimately that, that will cost us. And that's what almost cost us last night. So, if we can cut that out, I think we've got every chance of getting something out of the match. If you're a betting man, Joe Pedro penalty is uh, he's the one to, to get on. He seems to yeah. be every single week. He scores a penalty. Yeah, I'll probably yeah. come in. To be fair, I like Jao Pedro, but um, yeah, I think we got we got the quality. I think if you can get Laminas fit enough to start, um, he should be by then. I think our starting team yeah. probably put Neto in for Belgard, maybe, and you know that, that starting eleven looks you know a lot stronger again. You start Doc ahead of Bueno, maybe again. Yeah, like yeah, still. definitely. Bueno looks yeah. like a, a shadow of the form sure. for myself. Mm-hmm. I, I still think there's an argument. Say an argument. I I still feel like he might. And again, I don't know if I want to see it, but I'm intrigued a little bit by it. Is whether he puts Totti out to left wing back, and then when he puts Bueno and then you almost just sort of play a bit of a slab and let Samedo just do his thing, like you just let Samedo. Yeah, but you saw how and... high Totti was yesterday as well, Matt. He, yeah. he got high off, and, and, but Kilman did the same. Like they were joining in the attack, and I really like that. And I think Totti, you know, I, I know he was it wasn't unbelievable, but. He did a job under Lopetegui at left wing back. You know, we picked up some great wins and he with him playing at left wing back. So I don't think it would be the end of the world, especially if you prefer to play Santi over Doc. And that was another thing when Doc got subbed off yesterday, he was he was peed off. Um, so I don't know. So he, he would be pretty fresh, Doc, to start, but um I think there's options there anyway. Just don't know how he does it. Like like he just doesn't he doesn't look like Doc, like 
Do you, do you not watch him and think like, how's he doing this? Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's, of he's, all, he's always been like that though, hasn't he? Yeah, like, he's he's not, not, it's not like a new thing. Just chucking around. Like, <laughs> like, won't go past a player or, or if he does, I'm like, how, how has he done that? Like, he, he did just the first half unnatural. yesterday, didn't he? he? He got it past two or three players. I'm like, how has he just, how's he managed to do that? But, um, yeah, we miss, we miss Aiden Ori a lot though. I think we really do miss Aiden Ori. Mm. I say yeah, that as we've unbeaten since he's left, so <laughs> ignore me. Uh, we do, we do. He's integral. We do miss him massively. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, question times before we move on to career path. I have got a wager for career path that I'm sure uh, uh, you'll be uh, interested to hear. West Brom tickets not not included. West Brom ticket, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if, George, if George does the whitewash, Dave has to give him his West Brom ticket. Yeah, two and a half yeah. grand, please. A <laughs> <laughs> cut price of two grand. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, Tyler has asked, uh, saw you asking for a new chance on the last pod. Oh, what God. do we reckon to these new ABBA want? So I am going to sing it for you. Mateus Cunha, where's the golden black Cunha? Brazilian in the attack Cunha, scoring goals for Wanderers. It's good. Like Not bad, is it? I feel mm. like Brazilian in attack is a bit of a mouthful. Mateus Cunha. Cunha, where's the golden black Cunha? Plays in our attack Cunha. I think yeah, that's Scoring goals yeah. for Wanderers. Yogo Jota. I quite yeah. like it. Good submission, yeah. Tyler. If anyone else wants to submit some songs, and uh, we'll see. We'll loads in the comments, by the way. <laughs> Let yeah, me. Whilst we ask the next question, I'll I'll get the old comments up from the last yep. uh, pod, and I'll read, I'll read them out. Uh, Andy Smith has asked, "Who in the Wall Squad here or currently on loan don't think, uh, mate? Well, what is that question?" <laughs> Um, <laughs> any any current players in the squad think they'll be loaned out by the uh, by the end of the window or gone permanently? Johnny, um, Johnny will be yeah. Johnny's gone, aren't he? Um, I think Johnny, if he doesn't find a club, I think they'll terminate his contract. Yeah, maybe. I, I before all this Forest shit hit the fan as well. I I would I would have put money on him going to Forest. Mm. But now, obviously, we don't know what the we don't know what the predicament is now, do we? Um, what I don't mean they'll be buying anyone at the minute until they know actually what what the sanction is and what's going to happen to them. Um, yeah, so Johnny, I think Hodge does need. I know, I know leaves light maybe for a week or so. He needs to go out and play some football somewhere. I still think um, midfielder anyway. Personally. We do, but I, I think it comes back to like it's going to come down to ambition, isn't it? And actually. Do you though? If you've got, when everyone's got... available, when everyone's available, you don't need a central midfielder. We oh, we God. do if we do want to sustain it and try and break into like a European spot. But I, I genuinely feel they're really happy where we are, and they just want to get get to the end of the season and just reassess it. So yeah, I think it'd be a quiet window. But yeah, Hodge Hodge needs to go and get some games. Um, I think that'll be it really. Yeah, obviously there's links to Saudi for for Gedesh, which would be a a real shame if anyone in Saudi's listening because he's been he's been vital for Wolves the last few years and um, been a really good signing. So it'd be, I mean, money talks, doesn't it? If if you could get 120 million for him, it'd be great. Um, but I would he, be he said he really he really looks he really loves PIF as well, doesn't he? he loves yeah, he would be sad to see him go. Um, but you know. 120. I don't think you could turn your nose up at 120 million, could you, George? Yeah, 
No, nah, no, nah, nah. we'll even put him on the AJ undercard with Angana. We'll find him somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Another freak show. <laughs> we'll That's put him in with a lob of Turby for someone just so we can have a <laughs> winner fights Gonzalo. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt Hardiman has asked the Wolves fans are going to start putting some respect on Nelson Tomato's name. I think they should. Yeah, I don't think we've never disrespected him, have we? Oh, we haven't, no. Well, generally. Uh, I think it comes down to again, like what what I said a few weeks ago about Santi Bueno. Like people make their opinion on a very short sample size, and they're just so yeah, they're just he was shit three years ago. So oh, he's just shit. The right people off. Santi Bueno had a real poor game against Ipswich, but hasn't really put a foot wrong since. But everyone still thinks he's wank. Yeah. Uruguayan international, you know all this. It's just like he ain't that shit, surely. <laughs> Hmm. Um, answer has asked one choice beat the shit or finish in Europe, European positions oh beat them damn me <laughs> honest to god no well for me it would be lose, if we lost to the Albion the, re- the rhetoric would be we're focusing on Europe no I can't no I can't take like, I mean I'm getting like <laughs> I've already been having like the amount of Oda Wingy photos I've had in the last 24 hours. Uh, yeah. That one. <laughs> yeah. One of my best mates' dad's got the t shirt. He's got it on a t shirt and he's in his conservatory doing the pose. And uh, uh, yeah, no, we just need to, we, honestly, we need to fucking batter him. Like, uh, like honestly. So, I'd, I'd actually, you know, if you even offer me beat them but go down, I still, I still, I'd have to really think no, about it. No, no. <laughs> no Dad, I'm being serious. I saw a 77 club asked us as well, Matt. I don't know if you saw it. Is score a last minute winner against West Brom to win or draw with them and then smash them 6 0 in the replay? I think I'd rather be him at their place, you know. Yeah, just to get rid yeah, of the same. Yeah. Yeah. That'll yeah, always so, have that yeah. one over us, but didn't we put six past them in like 1944 or something like that? Yeah. So, we don't fucking talk about that, do we? <laughs> Yeah. I was going to say, I was there. It was a great game. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great game. mascot. And Derek, Derek Dugan on the ball. <laughs> uh, it's the right inside board and he scores. Goal for the world have to run. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> Champions of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some chance here. Sorry, Matt. Um, Go on. One was uh, from Cameron. To the for Max Kilman using the tune of Queen's Flash Gordon. You know how that one goes. Flash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This was Max <laughs> Kilman, captain of the Wanderers. <laughs> Kilman from Maidenhead now is one of us. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, fucking wank. Cameron's been all day thinking of that one. Well, did the uh, South Bank go in? Max Gilman. Gilman. Thanks for the Wanderers. We've got an ally, ally, ally one. We've conquered all of England. We've won the fucking lot. Founding football members. We've been here from the off. The 50s made us massive. Cullis took us to the top. Wright became a legend. The greatest of the lot. So I, I, I quite like that. That's and then you have to... I, I still think we could use O'Neill had a dream to rebuild the football team. Tapping here was... Um, you remember... Um, like Ebanks Blake, you know, na 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 Super Jao Gomez, Jao Gomez, Super Jao Gomez. Well, the Jao Gomez one writes itself. It's we've got Gomez, Super Jao Gomez. I just don't think you understand. 
He's Gary O'Neill's man. He's better than Zidane. What about oh Totty Totty? Oh Totty Totty. Oh Totty Totty. <laughs> Knees bent, arm stretched. Totty Gomez. <laughs> oh Totty Gomez. <laughs> That's better. You sounded a bit like Microsoft Sam then, yeah, Dave, when you yeah. were uh, reading that. I thought, I thought it was ChatGPT coming out. Yeah, <laughs> and the final one, Jonah. To the tune of Tragedy by the Bee Gees. Oh, God. Um, I'd say Steps rather than the Bee Gees, but, yeah. you know. Well, who did it, who how, did does it that, how does the Bee Gees one Yeah, who did it better? Same. same as the Steps same. one. Same. Same. <laughs> this doesn't go then by Joan. He goes, uh, Totty, when the striker's through and he's going to shoot, it's Totty when he's all alone and you don't know why. It's hard to bear with Dawson beside him. You're going nowhere. <laughs> I can I can hear these in SL one to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> stick to the yeah. TikToks, Jonah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stick to get enough bam bam TikTok, Jonah. Yeah. <laughs> you just need to get you just need to get H and uh whatever yeah. he's called. <laughs> the other guy. What's his name? Latchford Evans, when I don't know his surname. Oh name uh, Lee, Lee Is it Lee Latchford Evans? Lee, Lee Scott oh, Lee. Lee Rowan was blue. Lee, no, no that's the woman. Lisa Scott Lee, that was. Lisa Scott Lee and H. Fuck you, Ian, uh, Ian Watkins, not, Ian. To be, uh, not to be confused with Oh, my God. I was about to say that as well. Then I thought, no, not that guy. It is Ian Watkins. Cool the, the paper run a story, didn't they? They'd like, been the mirror and they'd run a story on Ian Watkins, but use H from Steps as a picture. And it was oh, like, no. And it was like bestiality or something. Oh, my God. Please, no. <laughs> Disgusting, despicable human being. Yeah. Jordan Russell. Um, yeah. <laughs> Alfie's slated me for Cunha or Jota, so I'll give you Prime Sace or Kilman right now. Kilman for me. Um, tough question, that. It is I think they're question. similar. Very, very similar. I, I, As of right I, now. I think Kilman. I think he's more physical. We think with Prime Sace, like, even when we were in... Did he even play much when we were in the Europa League? Yeah. Sace, was did Bolly Sace not... and Bennett. Or Bolly Sace and Kilman. Coden? No, Cody. It would have been Bolly, um, Cody and Bennett. Sorry, yeah. Sace, Sace, Cody and Bolly. So did he... Yeah, I was just trying to think, like, on our best, like, what, what would have... Being Sace is prime. Oh, it's a good. That's a good question. That's a good comparison. Yeah. I'll oh, shock God. you, and I'll go with Kilman as well. All right, I'll stick with recency bias and go Kilman. <laughs> no, I think Kilman's a, a Kilman at the minute is in his prime and he's better than Sace. So oh. that's just my opinion. Um, Jack Dimmer, because that's all right, lads. Been listening to the, po the pod for a while. And I think it's quality. I've got a question about them dogheads we're playing in the fourth round. One, do you think we'll win? Which I think we've covered. Two, who would you want the most? To, who would you want the most to score the winner? Are, are we the dogheads? We're the dogheads. Yeah. No, I've heard them called. Been it's just a back and forth thing, isn't uh, it? Uh, okay, well, we're the dogheads. Are we, are we the dogheads? Are we the dogheads? Oh, yeah. are, we, are, we the, are we the baddies? Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dawson. Anything else is wrong? Oh no, no, yeah, it's fucking yeah, Dawson in front of Smevic to celebrate as well. Fucking go nuts as well, yeah. If he was cupping his ears, though, we could probably hold it out of here, wouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, Dawson. 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 Yeah. Wonderful. You ready for the career path game, lads? Born ready. Yeah. What's, what's the so what's the fourth? Wager is if George gets the whitewash. Yeah. 
He's not having my ticket. Give him his Albion ticket. All right. If Dave gets a whitewash. It don't matter what rules are because there's no rules now. Hang on, hang on a minute though. No, let's let's carry out this. The TikTok, the TikTok account has been banned. For oh, now, I'll send the one happily. Back up. I I've never had TikTok, and that's not even like me being excuse. I, I will genuinely do it. Look, I know not. You sign off the rules. You play big boy games. You you got to pay the price. So I'm absolutely happy to do it, but I will need to do it with you guys. Like, well, I mean, like you guys video it or whatever. Oh, we could, but we I will happily do it. We can do it at your wedding. We could do it at my, we could do it at my wedding party. Well, you'll look very smart. Be a bit fucking weird in front of 140 people, but we could do it at my wedding party. No, I'll see you before then, anyway. But anyway, mm. digression. So, yeah, Dave. Actually, you know what? If you, if you do a whitewash, you can have a you can have a holiday to Antigua. You've just got to marry Emma, though. That's the only caveat. Oh, get in. <laughs> if. Um... If if Dave gets a whitewash, George, you've got to put your Corey on the timeline. Okay. What what what's the TikTok stand? If Dave whitewashes me, I'll donate I'll donate twenty five quid to the foundation. Oh, that's fair. I, I'm I sure like Dave would rather have it himself to be honest. <laughs> 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 so the, the Dave has a body foundation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't say what foundation, no. <laughs> yeah. 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 As a party trust, as a party house. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. If you whitewash me, I'll do twenty-five quid to the foundation. Lovely stuff. Nationwide as a party. Yeah. Dave, Dave, you can do the same if you, I whitewash you because you ain't gonna give me your ticket, and I won't want you to. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Your first player started his career in 2002 at first Vienna, scoring two goals in 18. Before in 2003, moving to SV Lang Langnau. Scoring 26 goals in... Stefan Meyerhofer? Stefan Meyerhofer. Oh, shit. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Back. Back. <laughs> Straight in, George. Feeling confident? That was just a... I just, I, Dave's good at this game, so I just knew I had to strike early. Try and get up and that, right. now, now save right. him on him. Yep. Yeah, there we go. So the whitewash is off for, uh, for Dave, but it could be on for George. Your next player started his career in 2004 at Chateauroux, scoring seven goals in 48 games before moving to Long in 2006, scoring 11 goals in 119 appearances. In 2010, he moved to Rennes, scoring seven goals in 37 appearances before moving to Wolverhampton Wanderers in 2000. Razak Bukhari? No, no, no. I knew it was Razak <laughs> Bukhari. No. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's the size of... George Corey, right about now. <laughs> yeah, fucking is, yeah. I literally waited for the image yeah. of the walls. So I should have been parent. Oh, no. <sighs> Actually, Dave, you have me tickets on the line, right? Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> this player started his career at Wolverhampton Wanderers in 1998, scoring zero goals in 87 appearances during his time at Wolverhampton Wanderers. He had four loan spells in 2000. He made two appearances for Slough Town. In 2000, again, he's made one appearance for Kingstonian. In 2006, he made two appearances for Tranmere Rovers. And in 2008, he made three appearances for Hereford United before retiring. Matt Murray? Matt Murray. It's Matt Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Gold, Russell Gold, Russell Gold. Golly, 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 golly. In Carrozza, in Carrozza, in Carrozza. Do do do. 
Uh, I could have just thought that's just celebrating then. <laughs> so, George, you have one, but the whitewash is still on. I thought you said three players. Started, started, started his career. No, no, you said three players, didn't you? We always no. have five. Oh, sorry. No, I thought you said three. But sorry, apologize. No, you always have five. Have, have no, we do. No, 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 we do. I just thought for some reason I heard you say three. Apologies. He's been off the podcast for three months. That's why. <laughs> Your fourth player started his career in 2013 at Cruzeiro, scoring zero goals in zero appearances. During his time there, he had a loan spell in 2013 at I'm going to say Gua. Scoring two goals in six appearances before moving to Estoril on loan in 2015, where he scored four and 15. He made a permanent move to Estoril in 2015. Leo Bonatini. Leo Bonatini. Ah, bellissimo. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. The whitewash is off. Get in. 25 quid in my pocket. Sorry, Wall Foundation. <laughs> I can't believe two lads are celebrating, not giving to charity. Me on, <laughs> me on the celebrity chase. <laughs> what he would take taking them, taking the minus one's grand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to get back to the table. <laughs> Your fifth and final player started his career at Gremio, scoring seven goals in 29 appearances in 2009 before moving to Deportivo Maldonado scoring zero goals in zero appearances in between 2011-2016. During his time at Deportivo Maldonado, he had numerous loan spells. He uh, had a loan spell at Sao Paulo in 2011-2012, scoring 14-52. in Gremio in 2013, scoring 3-6. and six. Santos in 2013, scoring 5-23. and 23. Real Madrid B in 2014, scoring 4-16. Diego Costa? It's not Diego Costa. George, you are frozen out until Dave gives me his answer. I've got no idea who this guy is. I thought Dave was about to say something, so I just... Sh- no. In 2014, he had a loan spell at Real Madrid. Zero goals, one appearance. Before moving on loan in 2014 to 2015 to Zaragoza, scoring seven in 33. Oh, in 2015-16, and a loan move to Las Palmas. Um, yeah, scoring nine goals in 30 appearances before finally making a permanent move to Real Sociedad in 2016. Yeah, William Jose. William Jose. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mate, he, mate, he had a mad record back in the day, didn't he? I was going to say, he was fucking scored he some goals. Mm-hmm. Scored, some, scored some goals, especially for Sociedad. Uh, he's back starting for him now, isn't he? Yeah, no, he's Betis. No, Betis, sorry. No, Betis. He's, he's starting though, isn't he? Yeah. He's not too bad. He I actually think he was he was shit for us, but I actually think he was a decent well we love to play there to be fair. I've updated the scores. Thanks, mate. Let's have a look at them. So after nine games each, Dave's on twenty five, Geordie's on seventeen. Getting closer, George. Closing the gap. Yeah, you know what? It was I was it was getting closer and then that five nil killed me, didn't it, a few weeks ago. A couple of good weeks, you might be uh, behind me. Mm. What oh. does the winner get? Did we decide? It was the no. loser. I don't think we said what the winner gets. Nah. What did we say the loser got? I don't know. We'll have to decide. Yeah. Maybe one for the for the listeners to decide. Can't we get them a mascot package at Warsaw, the first home game of next season? Mm. <laughs> or they've got to wear a half and half scarf with a full kit to the next game they go to. Shin pads as well. I reckon that's a better idea. 
Yeah, but... Mate, by the way, there were half and half scores for the game yesterday. Yeah, I saw the that. Brentford, FA Cup third round replay on them. I was like, mate, who they, they, they were a good quality, though. <laughs> <laughs> did see them they kept me warm mind but uh, yeah <laughs> yeah it was uh has anyone knows all the program sellers are scouts as well yeah by by in the subway they are they? strange all of them scouts i've been oh, for quite man. a few seasons yeah but we should i'm not being funny like there's no way like program sellers are like out from like an outsource agency are they surely you can get like local People who just sell, you know, mm. why, why would you get? Why would you hire? Unless, unless we've got like a scouse community in like Ettingshaw, for example, that we don't know about, <laughs> they all just decide to work for Wolves. It seems a bit weird, doesn't it? That? Yeah, if anyone's got any like, in, insight into why they're all scouts, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> I've always wondered, but I've enjoyed that pod, lads. Hopefully, um, we're going to smash Brighton, then it leaves uh, the confidence booming. To the Black Country Derby. Um, but yeah, where can people find you, Dave? Should they wish to follow you? Uh, at Dave as a party on Twitter and Instagram. George, thanks for coming back on, mate. I've enjoyed it. Hopefully your yeah. trip in Copenhagen treats you well and you return home safe. Where can people find you? Should they Thank wish you to follow you? Much. Yeah, so George was seven at Twitter and Instagram. And uh, like I say, once again, apologise to you boys. Apologise to the listeners. Uh, yeah, it's been a mad few weeks, but I'm back. As Bobby Zamora says, I'm back. I'm back. Um, you'd be pleased to know, listeners, we have been invited to George's wedding. Ooh. However, not the full wedding. We've been invited to the uh, the, the little the little shindig. So we didn't want to we didn't want to come uh, anyway. Just just putting I mean, it out there. I mean, I'll be little. Us, we're not going. <laughs> little shin, it's little shindig. Little shindig's a bit of a stretch, really. It's a it's a big shindig, I guess. Uh, but yeah, look, even Finn, like he don't turn up to the podcast and he turns down the wedding invites as well. Where where is it again? Where what where's Finn? Should I, should, I, should, I be, should I should I be advertising where it is? <laughs> I was gonna say like, where, <laughs> when is it again? What's time? <laughs> yeah. It's a free out, it's a free bar. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, exactly. uh, no, for a little bit. So um I'll be there. It's at the Asprey, but I won't disclose the uh, the date. What's yeah, the Asprey? Asprey? Is it like a, is it a, a golf resort? It may or may not be the 20th of February. <laughs> <laughs> 20th of March, wasn't it? Literally, look at him. No, it's not. It's not neither of those dates, I can confirm. Uh, um, yeah, it's just a golf resort. It's a nice place. It's a very nice golf uh, resort. Um, it's where me. It's where me and my golf on YouTube, where they did all their videos before they moved out to America, and well, they cracked it big time over here. And now, yeah, so it's a really nice place. It <clears> used <throat> to be. Who's the who's the who's the singer? Who the Wolves fan? Is it Better Plant? What's it called? Uh, Robert uh, Plant. Robert Plant. Robert Plant owned it. Uh, but he's. I think Plant, he's now yeah, Plenty, Robbo. Yeah, the Robbo. Yeah, Robbo. Robbo. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait for yeah. me and Matt to go and everyone asking you, who are those two virgins sat in the corner over there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm People have a... seen you, mate. Yeah. We're massive on YouTube, aren't we? Huge. Huge. Uh, can you let people know that Dave doesn't really like pictures, so no one asks Gulp to yeah, ask him, please. especially when he's out with no, like friends. No signatures, no pictures. Come on. Yeah. 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 No, the, no, yeah, no photos, no autographs. 
Yeah, and, and no no getting with any of my cousins. That, that's another rule. Oh, for I ain't cool. What's, What's the point? What's the point? Dave's got his eye on. Is it your cousin John? Is that... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually um, to, to be confirmed because I'm moving house at the end of March, but I've not been given a date yet. So I. Uh, you just, as... just sort of. You've, you've just said near the end of March. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, but I've given that quite well. Oh my god! Yeah, I think, yeah. But we don't know what, it, mate. What what constitutes near the end of March? It could be the thirtieth. It could be the twentieth. It could be the eighteenth. It could be the twenty fifth. Well, you're just giving the dates away. Well done. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to hire security now at the bottom of the gate. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you might get a few ringers turn up, but at least it means it won't be empty. Really? <laughs> people, people, people always let you down, mate. They'll always find an excuse. Yeah. I've already got more now, so um, yeah. If, uh, <laughs> if you haven't enjoyed the podcast, let us know. If you're on Spotify or Apple, drop us a five star review. It doesn't matter about uh, the actual word of the review, you can put whatever you want. Um, but yeah, if you like the video, like it. If you're new here, please subscribe. We do appreciate it. Until next time, take it easy and up the walls. <laughs>